Welcome to Tales from the Motherland. A friendly hello to all new listeners and those who have tuned in before. A huge thank you to everyone for the love and support. Today, we will be telling two short stories. Today's first story comes from the Ronga tribe in Mozambique, which is located in southeastern Africa. Our second story comes from Kenya and eastern Africa. The tales are named The Girl Who Broke Her Pot and Ranjiru the Maiden. Now to start our first story, The Girl Who Broke Her Pot. village in Africa that was the furthest away from the local watering hole. Everyone frequented the watering hole to collect their water. One day, a young girl from the village went to this watering hole to collect water for herself and her family when she accidentally broke the rope that was holding her watering pot. She cried and cried as she needed this rope connected to her pot in order to collect any water. While she was distraught about her rope, She happened to look into the sky and saw a rope hanging from a cloud. The girl then decided to climb a tree to get closer to the rope. And when she was able to reach the rope, she climbed it. When she had climbed this rope, she found a village in the sky. An old woman greeted her and asked her why she had come and what she wanted. The girl then began to tell the old lady of her story and how she needed a new rope for her watering pot in order to collect water that her and her family so very needed. The old woman then told the girl to continue walking through the village in the sky and that if an ant crawled into her ear to leave it alone as the ant would advise her on her next steps. So the girl thanked the old woman and continued on her way through this strange little village in the sky. And you know what? As she was walking, An ant did crawl into her ear, and she did exactly as she was told from the old lady and left it alone. She then came to another tiny village, and the ant then whispered to the girl to sit down at the entrance to the town. The girl sat at the gate leading into the village until two very regal, well-dressed African elders walked up to her and asked her what her business was in their village. The girl then told them that she was looking for a baby as she thought that telling them the truth that she was looking for a rope would sound too weak. And because these two people looked so regal, she was intimidated by them. The elders then took the girl to their home and handed her a basket. They then told her to gather corn from their garden. And as the girl was gathering this corn, the aunt whispered in her ear that she should only grab one corn at a time and arrange them very nicely in her basket. So the girl did as she was told. When the elders came back to check on the girl, they were very impressed with how much corn she had picked and how nicely it was arranged. The next day, the elders told the girl, we have found the baby you are looking for, we hope. They brought out two babies, one dressed in red cloth and one in white. The girl immediately went for the baby dressed in red clothes, but the aunt stopped her and whispered to her to choose the baby dressed in white clothes. So she did. The elders bid her farewell with the baby, and now considering her a new friend, they sent her with lots of beautiful fabrics, clothes, and jewelry. The girl then walked for days and somehow made it back to her family. They were delighted to see her new fortune she came home with, and the beautiful baby made them very happy also. They didn't even ask about the water she was supposed to come back with. Now the girl had an older sister and all of this attention her family was giving to her younger sister made her very jealous. So she too went and found the rope hanging from a cloud 
and climbed up to the village in the sky. But she was different from her sister and very mean and nasty. When she reached the old women at the entrance of the sky village, she was very rude to her and didn't listen to her warnings about the ant. She just brushed the old woman and the ant aside and continued to the second village to find fortune. And when she got to the second village and it came to choose a baby, she chose the baby with red clothing on instead of the one in white like her sister. She then wanted to know when she could receive jewels and beautiful cloth like her sister. She was very selfish, and right after she chose the baby in the red clothing, there was an unexpected explosion that caused the girl to die instantly. Her bones fell from the village in the sky to her home and her family, and her family said that heaven must have been angry with her because she had a wicked heart, and it all started with a rope. Now on to our second story today, Wanjiru, the Maiden. There was a time where the sun overtook earth. There was no rain, no water, no plants, and no crops. Nothing was able to thrive in this hot climate. The people of this country began to perish as there was no food or water to keep them healthy. This happened for an entire year, and then another, and then another for the third year. Because food and water was scarce due to the scorching hot weather, there were little people left. Finally, on the third year of this, all of the people of the country had a meeting, and many of them asked why they were being punished with this very hard life. They then all agreed that they should take their questions to the local magical medicine man, also known throughout Africa as a juju man. The juju man told the people that he would see what he could do. They all then watched as he poured all of his herbs into the hot dirt on the ground. He stared at it for a second and then said, the rain will come to our country, but only when the maiden named Wanjuru was brought to them. He then told everyone in the town that when the day came, of which he would tell them, of course, that they must try to woo Wanjuru away from her family with beautiful goats. Wanjuru was magic and her spirit would bring rain. But what the people of the town didn't know is that if she was betrayed, they would be cursed. When this day arrived, everyone had brought their most fat and beautiful goats to offer to Wanjuru. The people wanted so bad for this to be the answer to their drought problems, so they did as they were told. When Juru then came out and everyone stood around her and her parents in a circle with their goats. As they all stood in a circle around Wanjiru, something strange happened. She began to sink into the ground, and the people just offered her more goats. When they did this, she began to sink more, now to her waist. She cried out, much rain will fall. The people took this as a sign that their offerings of goats were working, so they thrusted more goats toward the parents, and this made Wanjiru sink more into the ground. She then sank to her neck into the ground and proclaimed that a great rain would come, and with that, rain began to pour from the skies. After this, the people were so happy that no one came forward to help save Wanjiru, and she was up to her neck in earth. They just kept giving her family more goats. When Jiro's last words before she sank into the earth completely were, My people have betrayed me after I have saved them. Even her own family didn't help her. The rain poured down furiously and hard. The people of the village all ran for cover. Then stood one young man in the rain that had seen all that had happened. He thought that it was cruel that the people of the village had used Wendrew to get rainfall and no one had bothered to try and save her as she sunk into the earth. So he vowed to try and find her. He searched the village for weeks but never found her. So eventually he ended up back at the original spot where Wanjiru had sank into the earth. 
While he stood there, he too began to slowly sink into the ground, and he sank and sank until the earth covered him completely. Once beneath the earth, the boy came to a road, and he saw one Jew covered in mud and disheveled looking. He immediately went to her and picked her up and carried her on his back to the spot where they had both sunk into the earth. There in that spot, the two both rose together, back above the earth into open air. The boy quickly took tired Wanjiru to his mother's house, where she fed Wanjiru and clothed her and nursed the girl back to health. Wanjiru and the boy fell in love and remained together. But shortly after the rainfall, the people of the village were cursed yet again with drought as they had betrayed Winjiru and not helped her when she had first brought them rain. That ends our story today on Tales from the Motherland. Thank you so much for listening, and don't be a stranger. I will have new tales for you every week.